I read in my Bible, Brother Mark, that he said, I'm coming. He said, I'm coming back. He said, no man knows the day or the hour that I'm going to show up. But he said, I'm coming in an hour that you think not. If you're not thinking right now that Jesus is going to come today, you better start thinking he just might. What is the most important thing that you possess or in possession of today? What certain thing are you in control of yourself? Nobody else is, but you. That is your soul. That is you. It's not me, it's not God, it's not anybody else. God gives you a choice. He gives you a choice. But this morning, if you have your Bibles, and look with me over here, and, and I was sitting there reading yesterday, day four yesterday sometime, and I was just sitting there reading, and I like to read Isaiah, the prophet. He was one of the good prophets, I think there was in the Bible. He was one of the, he was a prophet that when Israel had backslid on God, was doing wrong. And God said, I need somebody to go down and just preach them the truth. Just let them know that I'm not pleased with them. But he said, I don't have anybody sinned. He said, nobody don't want to go. And Isaiah, the young prophet, stepped up and said, Here I am, Lord, send me. Here I am, Lord, send me. How many of us today is willing to listen to the Lord and say, Here I am, Lord, send me. But our problem is, Lord, I'm here, but you need to send somebody else. You need to send somebody that's more educated than me. You need to send... Send somebody that's more richer than me. You need to send somebody that is more smarter than me. Well, God is not looking for the qualified this morning. He's looking for the one that he can qualify. But Isaiah here, and I love the book of Isaiah. And here this morning, Israel had backslid, I guess, on God. And God had sent Isaiah down, one of the prophets. And back in the old Bible, uh, they wasn't preachers everywhere, so to speak. They were prophets, called prophets. And only a man or a few of them had the Spirit of God or would hear the voice of God. And then they went out and told the people uh, what God was telling them. Today, aren't you glad that we have the Holy Spirit today? Uh, that we don't really need somebody to tell us how to live. Uh, hey man, even though we've got to have people today not to tell you how to live, but I've come to tell you this morning, uh, hey man, how the Bible said we've got to live in order to get to heaven. People is not serious today about their salvation. Thank you, Mark. People will sit and look at you and say, oh, yes, I am too. But people, people is not as serious as they used to be. Can anybody agree with me? Let me ask you this question, then we're going to preach here in a little bit. Are you, 
Are you as serious as you used to be? After last Sunday, I didn't know whether it'd be anybody here or not today. But Sunday, Sunday night, a guy came in and he had about four kids with him. And he had one with him, his grandson, that morning. And I seen him when he come in back there and he had a bunch of children with him. And I went back there and I said, well, glad to see you back tonight. He said, well, preacher, he said, I'll tell you. He said, after that sermon this morning, he said, I was afraid not to come back tonight. And he said, I thought I better take a load with me. So he said, I brought a load with me. <laughs> so he wasn't what he got the message. He got the message. Sometimes we need to have our spirit stirred up. Sometimes we need to have our mind stirred up. And this is what Isaiah was doing in Isaiah chapter 55. Uh, stand with me as I read a couple verses here, and then we're going to preach for just a few minutes. He said, whole, everyone. What do you think that word whole means? What do you think it means? It means stop. It, pay attention. Listen. He said, whole, everyone that thirsteth, Come to the water, and he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat, and ye come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. He said, Wherefore do ye, listen to this, spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken means listen diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear and listen unto me. Hear and your soul shall what? And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, told about Jesus, a leader and a commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nation that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God, and for the Holy One of Israel, who was God's chosen people, for he hath glorified thee. And verse 6, Isaiah said, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him. While he is near. Mark acts the blessing on the word. Lord, our gracious heavenly Father, Lord, we just we just we see what you put in us today, Lord. We Lord, we know, Lord, that through your word, Lord Jesus, Lord, that we can understand, Lord, you through your passion, Lord, that we pray for him today, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. Now Isaiah here was preaching here and he was prophesying this to Israel. But, and really it's a free offer 
of mercy to all. A free offer of mercy to all. Now we know that Israel is God's chosen people. But as I read that, and I thought here when Isaiah was preaching or prophesying this to them, he said in the very first verse there, he said, Hold everyone that thirsteth. So what he was doing, he was sending out a message not only to the Jews, but to the Gentile, which we were back then. He was sending it out to anybody that would listen to him. Now, do you think today the Word of God is going out to just certain people or certain nationalities? The Word of God is the Word of God. God is no respecter of person. Yes, He called Israel out uh, as a chosen nation there, but He called them out to do uh, and to lead these other people, the Gentile people, uh, and be a light unto them and to bring them in. But instead of doing that... uh, Israel done right opposite to him. He shut the outside out. Uh, he shut us Gentile people out. Israel did. Uh, but God opened the door to us. Amen. Uh, how many is glad today that he died not only for the Jews, uh, but he died for us Gentiles today too. Uh, and they believe we need to give God a praise every chance we get. He said, ho. He said, listen everyone. He said that thirst up Come to ye, come ye and buy water, or come ye to the water, and he that had no money, come ye, buy and eat, and come buy wine and milk without money uh, and without wine for prize. Uh, Now let me get something straight. He said buy wine. He's not talking about uh, buying the Isle of Irish Rose. Amen. No rot good stuff. Uh, Amen. Uh, But he was talking about, he said, if you're thirsty, uh, he said come. Uh, He's not talking about Jacob's well. Uh, He's not talking about coming to my house for a well. Uh, He's talking about coming to him uh, because the Bible says he's got a well uh, of living water. Uh, Amen. Man is springing up in each one of us. And it's what Isaiah was saying. He said, if you're thirsty, come to the living well. Come to God. He said, if you're hungry, he said, come unto God. He said, eat that which is good. He said, why in the world are you laboring and spending your labor, spending your money on things that don't satisfy? Let me tell you today, friend, we're living in a time today. Yes, as it was when I was coming up. I labored and I worked day and nights a lot of times. But I went out and I blowed my money on things that didn't satisfy. And there's a world today that's spending their money and working day and night. Amen. To have the material things of life. But they'll never darken the door of a church. Uh, they'll never drop a dollar in uh, the offer plate uh, when God says uh, over in one of the prophets uh, 
He said, you're robbing me. And the people said, you say we're robbing you. How are we robbing you, God? He said, you're robbing me because you're not paying your tithes and your free will offers. That is one thing that God commands you to do is to pay your tithes. And he said, if you bring it into the storehouse, into the temple, he said, then the people will take it and distribute it where it's needed at. And he said, if you just do what I tell you to do, he said, I'll bless you coming in and I'll bless you going out. He said, I'll fill up your basket. I'll press it down. And he said, I'll run it over. But people today is not thirsty enough for God today. People will say, oh, I'm a Christian. But let me tell you today, friend, let me tell you today, there's going to be results show up if you're a true born-again Christian. You're going to be thirsting for the Word of God. You're going to be hungry to hear the Word of God. How many is hungry today? How many is thirsty today? Oh, some people are sitting, they'll, hey man, the preacher, Johnny. They'll, hey man, a preacher. They'll, hey man, singers. They'll do this, they'll do that. But then you never see them a lot of times in the house of God. You never see them. Isaiah said, everyone that thirsties, everyone that hunger, he said, come. He said, why are you spending, laboring and spending your things on money that don't satisfy? Brother Paul, I remember a time I was one of these people he was talking about. I was working and spending my money on the pleasures of sin that they didn't satisfy. They only lasted for a moment. I woke up on many a Monday morning and not have a dime in my pocket. Had to borrow money to run on. I was spending it on things that didn't satisfy. Oh, I thought they did back then. But you know the Bible says that the pleasures of sin only lasted for a season. They only last for just a little while. I spent a lot of money trying to buy happiness, trying to buy peace, trying to buy contentment. But the Bible, I found out, tells us, if I'd have read it, tells us that the world don't have what we all need. The world can't give you what Jesus can give you. Spend my money. There for a few minutes. Oh, there's pleasure in sin. I listen to me, young people. I'm not going to lie to you. There's pleasure in sin, but the pleasure in sin will get you going to hell. It'll put you on the right road. Sin will take away everything. If you listen to the devil, sin will take away everything that you have ever had, everything you've got now, and everything that you ever will have. When you start listening to Satan, your mind and your life just like a runaway train, Brother Billy. I, I mean, it goes down and Martin and his daughter, you sang that song. 
uh, uh, you know, the long black crane. Uh, when you listen to Satan, your life is just like a long black crane. Uh, it gets up, and the more you follow him, the faster it gets. But let me tell you something, that train is going to crash one of these days. Isaiah said, why do you do this? I'm not preaching to Israel this morning. I'm preaching to Bloomington Chapel this morning. Are you hungry this morning for God? Are you hungry for the Word of God? Are you thirsting after God's Word? We've got a lifestyle. We've got a lifestyle set today. And we don't like to get out of formality. Thank you, Dean. I was waiting there. I thought I might have said something wrong. We get, a, we, we get ourselves in a formal lifestyle, and, buddy, we just can't get out of it. I'll tell you something, church. The same Jesus is here on Sunday morning, he's here on Sunday night. And he's here on Wednesday night. That same Jesus. He's here, but are we here? Isaiah went on down there and Isaiah said this. He said, incline your ear. Incline your ear. And come unto me here, and he said, your soul shall live. Now listen to verse 2. Wherefore do you spend money that for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken or diligent, hearken diligent unto me, listen, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul Delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear unto me and come. Incline your ear simply means listen to what God says. Quit listening to what the world's telling you and listen to what God says. Now Isaiah said up there in verse 1, he said, why do you do this? He said, when it's a free gift of salvation, it's a uh, I'm offering a free uh, 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 mercy of sin to all. He said it's free. We spend money. We <laughs> I've spent my life saving back when I was younger. Uh, every penny I made, I spent it on sin and the pleasure of sin. But Isaiah was telling Israel, and God is telling us this morning. Why do we do this? Why do we do this? And some of us do it sometimes. We get caught up in it and we think more about material things than we do our own soul uh, that's on our way to hell. And Isaiah said, why do you do this? Spend your money for things that don't satisfy he said, I've come to offer you freely something that will satisfy. 
Church, He's come this morning to offer you something uh, that the world don't have to give you, uh, uh, something that the world can't satisfy you with. Uh, and I've come to tell you this morning uh, with the Word of God that Jesus Christ has the answer to your life. Uh, if you're not happy, you're not satisfied. Uh, I've come to tell you this morning, uh, He's offering you something that will satisfy you, and you don't have to spend your money. You don't have to spend, go out here and look for it. Uh, he's already right here, and all you have to do is just open up the book and look, and open up your heart and listen to Him, uh, and you might feel that tap on the shoulder uh, saying, I'm here, and I've got what you need. Up here, I've got what you need. Sometimes we all get caught up in the world. Amen? We get caught up. Sometimes I even find myself drifting and thinking about things and looking at things that I don't need. I don't need. I've had them before and they didn't satisfy me. And then I'll just stop and I'll get my word and I'll start reading it, and I know who I found and what I found that was the only thing that has ever satisfied me. I'm satisfied with who I'm at this morning. I'm satisfied with my salvation. I'm satisfied with my Jesus this morning. I'm satisfied with a little house on Vester Road there. I've lived in since 71. I'm satisfied with that. Not the finest house, not the biggest house, not the most beautiful house, but I'm satisfied with it. God gave it to me. I've been there since 71. Unless it burned or a tornado gets it, that's probably who I'll be at when I die. People goes out and spends and spends and buys and buys and try to keep up with the Joneses. Got anybody here this morning like that? Hey, my neighbor built a house. Honey, me and you need to build us a new house too. Is that the way it goes? Boy, we don't like to own up, do we? Boy, Tim got him a new truck. Now, honey, we need to buy us a new truck. Now, I'm talking. What, who am I talking to? I know there ain't nobody in here like that. Well, so-and-so got a new dress. I got to find out where they got that at. I got to have one just like it. Dean was coming here. <laughs> and I thought one well, first time that he came. What do we need more than anything else this morning? We need Jesus this morning. We need to get back into the old past that Isaiah said. We need to get back into the old past and walk therein. You say, what is the old path? Jeremiah said, putting God first in your life. We say here this morning, well, I do put God first in my life. Do we really? Do we really put God first in our life? 
Isaiah said, incline your ear and listen to what God has to say. What God has to say. And he went on down there, and I'm going to close here shortly. He went on down there, and he said in verse 6, he said, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. You know, in Genesis chapter 6 and 3, or 3 and 6, he said, My spirit will not always strive with you. What's he talking about there, Brother Ralph? You may be feeling a little guilt in your heart this morning. You might know down deep in your heart that you've got something there that don't need to be there. And the reason you know it's there is because the Holy Spirit is witnessing to you. The Holy Spirit is telling you you need to get it taken care of. And if you keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off, he said, my spirit will not always be there. That's what he's saying here. You better seek the Lord while he is, while he can be found. He can be found this morning, church. He can be found here this morning. Now, he may not be found here tomorrow or the next day, but he's here today. That's why the Bible says today is a day of salvation. Don't put it off till tomorrow. I've had people say, well, no, no, I'm going to get saved, but not today, not today. <coughs> maybe next week, maybe next month. I'm not going to do it today. You may never see tomorrow. If you didn't do it yesterday, it was too late yesterday to do it yesterday. But it's not too late to do it today. And tomorrow it may be too late. I tell you, these people, I hear people and young people. You know, the devil's convinced young people that they're going to get, live a long life. But the other day I heard, uh, they gave out three was in the 40s. The other day, three was in the 40s. They were dead. People, young people think, well, I ain't going to get cancer. I'm too young. Well, I ain't going to have a heart attack. I'm too young. There's other ways dying instead of heart attacks and cancer, let me tell you. Yeah, two or three in the 20. He said, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he was near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thought. And let him return, let him return unto the Lord. You may once knew him and you have turned your back and walked away. He said, return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will what? He will abundantly. God's mercy is unlimited this morning. It's unlimited. He said, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. The Bible said in John 5, 39, he said, search the scriptures, or in them you think you have eternal life. Search the scriptures. Just because you go to church, that don't mean you're ready to go to heaven. Just because you might pay your tithe, that don't mean you're necessarily ready to go to heaven. All these things is required of God. 
But most of all, it's required that you must be born again. You must be born again. And he went on, he said, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways. My ways, saith the Lord. For as the heaven is higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. It's not what we think. The Bible says, search the scripture. It's not what I say, it's not what I think. But it's what the Word of God says that's really going to count. What the Word of God, don't, it's not what Paul's going to say to you, not what Mark or Johnny or Dean or Billy or anybody else says. It's about what God's Word says. I picked up a book there, I'd got somewhere or another, a little book. Now I got to read it and had scriptures in it, you know, and it was with the Bible. But then I got over there, this guy wrote it, and he said, I'm going to prove through the scriptures, and I'm reading on it, but he's not proved it to me yet, and he's not going to prove it to me. But he said, according to time and according to scripture, I've studied it all out, we have. And he said, and uh, 2033, the year that the Lord's going to return. He might, but it won't be because he said it. And I thought, well, now this is going to be interesting. And I've been reading the scripture he's got in the Bible, but he's not proved it to me yet, and he's not going to. But I thought he's a smart man when I first started reading it. But he said, I've got it down. Not, not the day, but I've got the year down to the Lord is coming back and that's 2033 now let me tell you something don't go out here and say boy I'm going to live it up to 2032 and then I'm going to change because I didn't say it what I did say buddy your word don't line up with the word of God because the word of God says no man knows the day or the hour of the coming of Son of Man. He said, but be ye therefore ready. He said, because I'm coming in an hour that you think not. How many people do you think got up this morning and it never crossed their mind? I'm not going to see the sun go down this evening. You think there's anybody, did anybody in here get up and think that? Anybody get up here and even give it a thought? I might not see the sun go down today. But the fact of it is, the devil has convinced people, especially young people, that you're never going to die. Wait till you get old. Wait till you get old. But the fact of it is, Jesus is coming back. And are you ready? Are you ready this morning? What Isaiah said, he said, if you're not, he said, seek him while he's here. He's here this morning, church. Did they come get us on this morning? Are you ready? You might say, well, I was saved once. Well, I used to go to church. I used to do this, you do that. Listen to me, church. God's not concerned what you used to do or what you used to be. He's not concerned about that. 
he's concerned about what, who are you at today with him? What are you doing for him today? Stand with me this morning. Seek you the Lord. Does anybody need to seek him this morning? This altar's open right here this morning. Tomorrow may be too late. Your day may be the last day. I'm not saying it is. I don't know. Today may be my last day. But I can tell you one thing, Brother Dean. If it is, right now I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Do I want to go? No. Do I want to die? No. No, I don't. Not today. But the fact of it is, I could. And the fact of it is, I know that I am ready. Bow your heads with me. Let the Holy Spirit work on you this morning. You may be here this morning and you may have it all. And not have any peace. But if you have... You need Jesus more than anything else. You may say, well, preacher, I don't really understand. I really don't know. Preacher, who is this Jesus? He's the one that died for you. He's the one that gave his life, suffered and died on the cross. He's the one that done it that you might live and live eternally. Is the Holy Spirit speaking to you? Listen to it this morning. You may not understand, but Jesus said, if you make the first step, I'll take you by the hand and I'll bring you the rest of the way. He said, I'll meet you right here. I believe the Lord is talking to some people this morning. I believe He's talking to some people this morning. Might not understand. But I believe Jesus is talking to them. I believe they're feeling that tap on the shoulders. I felt it. So if you want to come this morning, I'm not going to come to you and embarrass you. But if you want to come this morning, you just step out and we'll come and I'll pray with you. That's the deal. I'm not ashamed of you. People not going to laugh at you. People not... We're a church that's here to help you. We're a church here that that wants to help you get to heaven. 